This is the Full Port Podcast with Josh Howard and Nate Wyatt, brought to you by T.P. Howard's Plumbing. Hey, this is Josh Howard, T.P. Howard's Plumbing. There's nothing worse than a plumbing emergency. Today we have Cody Black. Cody started on Monday as the head of the concrete division, and we started a concrete division on Monday. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. So Cody has been working with us for a while, and uh, you know, we had some conversations and, and decided that I think both of us a mutual decision, you know, Correct. more on your part that it would be a, a good thing. And uh, I'm super excited to have you here. Actually, I'm more than excited. But, uh, you know, um, so the first question I'm going to ask you is, do you brush your teeth? Yes, sir. How many times a day? Twice. So Once like- at the exact same time every morning. <laughs> And at night, I cannot tell you when I'm going to get home. I don't know, but it's in between 1030 and 12 o'clock. <laughs> so if you're looking for your nightly kiss, come after 12. <laughs> so our last guest only could guarantee that he did it in the mornings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, once a day is better than none a day. We have some, we have some of those. <laughs> That's why we have a dental plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so where where did you grow up at? I grew up in San Diego, California, just north of San Diego in a little town called Cardiff by the Sea. Um, ended up moving to North Carolina when I was 12 because my father moved out here. Uh, my grandmother was already here. And my mom was raising me and my twin brother. It was a little bit hard on her. So she decided, you know, it's time for you guys to go live with your dad for a little while. Uh, to say the least, it was a culture shock. We flew into Charlotte Douglas, you know, International Airport there and got off, got our baggage, got in the car, got to meet our stepmom for the first time. That was, you know, overwhelming to say the least. And we got up to the, you know, where you pay to pull out of the parking lot and the guy looks over and he's like, that'll be 53 cent, please. And I remember looking at my brother and he looked at me and I think we both tried to jump out of the car at that point and get back on the airplane. We didn't know where we were at, what happened to us. <laughs> but ever since then, North Carolina will always be my home. Western North Carolina is the most beautiful place in North America. I've been in just about every state in North America. I've been to Canada, Mexico, the Bahamas. Every time I come back, I tell myself I will never leave. So I'm... Um, I'm enjoying raising my kids here. It's just, it's a great place. So you went to AC Reynolds High School. Yes, sir. And then out of high school, what'd you do? After AC Reynolds, I went up to Mars Hill College, played some football up there for a while. Um, Ended up with a business management degree that I still to this day don't understand why I got that because I just dig in the dirt. But I ended up doing that as a business and I found that the further along in business, it made more sense that I got that degree, that I learned how to work with my guys. Um, That's what it taught me was actually team leadership, I think was more of anything than the actual business end of it. Um, Because I still don't know if I'm smart enough to run a business, even though I was in business for 21 years for myself. So then you, you graduated and pretty much started business right after you started working for yourself right after that. As soon as I got out of college, I went back to the guys that I worked with in the summers um, during high school, Mitch Contracting, Structural Movers. I, I walked on the job the day that I got out of college and asked them, 
you know, or they asked me, well, what are you going to do now? And I looked at him, I said, oh, I don't know. I have no earthly idea. He, he said, do you want to work with us? Yes, sir. When can I start? He said, tomorrow. I showed up the next morning at eight o'clock. It was on from there. Um, I think I worked about a year and a half. And um, that's when I met my now wife. She actually, we went to high school together, just really didn't know each other back then. And I'm, I actually saw her at a gas station in Hendersonville. We were both coming back from work. I had my shirt off. I was dirty. She was whistling at me, I think. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, things just went from there. We went out on a date. Um, so we ended up living together for a little while. And her grandfather, we went to a little get-together, family get-together. And her grandfather was not happy. He found out that we were living together and not married. He was, you know, to say the least, he was not happy. <laughs> and by the end of the conversation that night, he offered me four weeks worth of wages of what I was making at the time to quit my job. So I went home, I slept on it, I did the math. It came up after taxes and everything was taken out. It was about a thousand bucks for the month. I said, you know what, I'm gonna do it. You know, all I got is an opportunity here, I'm gonna do it. So I took the thousand bucks, I quit my job, I went straight down to Home Depot and bought a $895 utility trailer because I was going into the landscaping business. Then when I got home, I thought about what I just did and I thought that might have been the dumbest thing I ever did. I spent every penny for a month this guy just gave me for free and I have a trailer. I didn't have nothing to put on the trailer. I didn't have a lawnmower. I didn't have anything. Went, went and borrowed a uh, push mower from my father and I had a broom. And people used to laugh at me. It would take me longer to sweep their driveway off than it did to mow their lawn. And that lasted a while until I could make some money. And I finally, you know, I, I upgraded, got a backpack blower, you know, got, you know, I was, I was turning into the big guy. So, and it, it all, that's where it all started. I, that was my first opportunity. And I real feel, you know, I feel like this is my second opportunity in life coming on board here at TP Howard and really, you know, ramping up and, and, building a bigger thing than I could do on my own. I just couldn't get to the point of where I was happy. I, I would keep building and building and building, but I was never happy. So I, I finally sat down one night and we had talked, I feel like we've talked for a couple months about this at this point of, you know, come on, you know, are you serious? Are you going to do this? What's going on? Where are you at in life? And finally I thought it through enough and I thought, you know what? I'm never, even if my four kids work with me for the rest of their life, we're never going to get to where I want to be. And that might, you know, that, that might be selfish sounding or something, but I just, I feel like I just want to keep building and building. And if I can't get to where I want to be, I can, you know, I can team up with somebody who can get me to where I want to be, or we can get somewhere together. And that's why I'm sitting here today. So what are you going to miss about running your own business? Oh, there's probably a few little freedoms about truly running your own business, making bad decisions and having to live with them. You know, that's, that's a good thing. Sometimes you learn a lot from that. Um, the other thing I'm, I don't know that I'm going to miss anything. Um, you know, <laughs> being broke every week that I'm not going to miss that, but you know, um, just, just having 
you know, telling people that you own your own business and you've been in business for 20 plus years, that will make anybody proud. And so that, that is probably the biggest thing I'm going to miss. Anybody who's made it in business over three to five years, you've done something right in life. And to keep making it past 10, 15, 20 years, you're well on your way. By, by all means saying that, I could have kept going and I'm sure I would have made it on my own and I would have retired at some point. But I just, I love to work and I love the aspect of getting bigger and I just knew I couldn't do it on my own. So is that, I guess, you know, my next question was what are you most looking forward to being here? And I feel like from what you're saying, it's just being able to grow and scale the business. For sure. And having, having the backup, you know, behind me, between you guys in the office, one heck of a crew out in the field. I, I know a lot of the guys already just because we've worked together for years and years and years, and I've been on every different job site, you know, patching asphalt or patching concrete or helping jackhammer stuff late at night to make sure something goes through by tomorrow morning. I, I've been with every crew, the late nighters, the early morning guys, the guys who don't want to be here. You know, we've, we've worked with all of them, and, and I just feel like it's such a great group of guys that I can't go wrong. Right. So. Yeah, no, I definitely think, you know, people say, well, what, what, what happens if he fails? Well, that doesn't exist. No. Right? Yeah. No, like, sir. That's, that's not in our vocabulary. Yeah, that's, that's not going to happen. I mean, you know, not being scared to, you know, to fail yeah. in general. Like, who cares? What are you going to do? You yeah. know? Um, what was the hardest thing about running your own business? I think possibly being a lot tougher on on my guys than I wanted to be sometimes I'm, I'm a very nice guy um, and sometimes too nice um, I think sometimes just really putting my foot down and making harsh decisions sometimes and then I'd go home and think about it and be like man I really shouldn't have said that to him or I really shouldn't have done that but then when I think back on it now it was best for both of us they learned something out of it I learned something out of it and I think that was probably the hardest thing was sometimes making decisions that I thought might be a little bit out of my league and but then we were okay with them at the end you know it's, that's yeah. the, you know and it's it's tough sometimes but no definitely tough sometimes you say things i think you say things you need to say but then you you, you do go home and think about it you're like man i could have said that a different way or yep. are they going to show up tomorrow oh yeah yeah no i have a lot of the, i had a lot of those nights and then some days the guys wouldn't show up the next day and i knew i'd have to call and apologize to them because I couldn't make it on my own. There's a lot, I, I, I'll tell you, I'll do anything and I will do anything, but you still have to have a great crew behind you to make all these things happen. So you have to, like I say, call up and apologize to them, promise them the world, bring them in, buy them lunch, you know, schnooker them back up a little bit and then, and then it'll all get good. But, um, but it, it's tough. Owning your own business is not for everybody. I can't tell you how many times I've had conversations and then, you know, that needed to be had. They don't show up the next morning, you know, and then I'm at, you know, having breakfast with them yep. or at their house in their kitchen with them and their family, oh, you yeah. know, and their wife is talking to me too, trying to t tell me to tell him to come back to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's fun. That, that's, a, that's a fun part. And then, but then you build relationships, a lot deeper relationships with those guys. For sure. You know. Well, people see you uh, really care. I mean, that's, that's yeah. the number one thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
what, what's the most favorite job you've done so far? When you had your business, what was the, the what, whatever, what was the most favorite thing you did? We, we've done a lot. And so from starting as just landscaping to morphing into landscaping and grading and septic and then into concrete, um, I did end up doing more concrete, just one because it made a lot of money. I, I've told people for years, I should have got into this 25 years ago. I should have never gone to college. I should have just done concrete. I'd already be retired by now. But once you get to this point in life, as old as I am now, making a lot of money is great for everybody. I found out that I like to work. So it's like my best project, I'd say, my funnest thing we ever did. Um, on project-wise, we did a, a beautiful big sports court for one of my buddies up at his house. It turned out immaculate. We went up there. It was probably three full weeks worth of work. We started from the ground up, you know, forming everything, bringing in hundreds and hundreds of ton of gravel. It was a logistic nightmare where the house was. Hard to get things there. Concrete was hard to get there. But we started, you know, once once we started pouring after we got everything formed up, we poured three straight days starting at five o'clock in the morning and we could only get about 40 to 50 yards up there in time before the sun got up and it got so hot that we couldn't do anything with it so we had to split it into three pours and i just remember getting up there very early in the morning before the sun was up the big boom pump had its big pole up in the air and just man it was so so nice man it felt like i was on top of the world i thought you know i've really made it now and you know and that, that was probably my funnest project um, we had a long project, which was working at Carolina Village. We did all their landscape maintenance for about seven years out there. We had a crew of six guys, and my wife ran most of that most of the time, but I, I was a lot to do with it. Um, the best part of that was the, the residents out there. There was about 300-something residents. We got to know every single one of them, and that was tough in itself because when you work at a retirement community, death is inevitable and we got a call at least once or twice a week that you know mr so-and-so passed away or miss so-and-so passed away my wife had the worst time with it and i you know i don't blame her a bit she she really grew fond of those people but it was i think that was our a fun project because we were there for so long and we got to see it through from the beginning till we decided not to go back out there um that you know we got to change a lot of things we changed people's life they changed our lives um and it, it was just it was a long-term type thing so we, we had a lot of fun out there i know that we've talked about it before and we talked about it before we started this today why did you decide to come to tp howard because i know that you know you probably have had options in the past to do whatever you wanted to do but why did you decide to come here for sure um I'm gonna say the biggest deciding factor, you know, is is when you stand back and you you look at other companies, they're just companies. They they have you know wonderful superintendents. They have a great you know office group that stays at the office. But when you come over here and you drive up this little gravel road up to the farm and you see barns and you see the big office up here on the hill that was not a big office up on the hill not too long ago. There's been a lot of hard work put in up here. Um, that there's, there's a certain dynamic up here that really drew me to this place. And it has a lot to do with you know, just the family itself, you and your brother and your mom and dad. 
all have a vision that's all going in the same direction. And when you have four people that are doing the same thing day in and day out, and you're not ripping each other's heads off, and you can smile and have a cold beer at the end of the day together, and everybody shows up the next morning, there's something big to be said about that. Um, I've got my own set of brothers and family and no one ever wanted to pile in with me and ride the hard road and try and make it to the end. I've never even had an offer, you know, nobody even wanted to do it. I've tried to work some of my little brothers before and they'll make it a couple weeks and they're like, Hey, I don't know if I want to work this hard in my life, you know, and I'm like, well, I don't think it's for you then. Cause this is all I'm going to do for the rest of my life. But I knew you know, when the first, one of the few first times that I pulled up this gravel road and came up here that there's something special going on up here. Everybody in this community loves you guys. There's, there's a lot of good to be said about, you know, the TP Howard family. Um, you know, Pat Howard has touched a lot of people's lives around here. Uh, you know, you're always going to have people that say, Oh, I don't know about this guy or I don't know about that guy, but you know, you're going to have that in the community, but there is, 99.9% of the people you talk around here or talk to or talk about work or, you know, how these guys have treated people is nothing but gold and good comes out of their mouth. So that's, that's the main reason I'm here today. Cool. No, I appreciate that. What motivates you? What drives you every day? I did it to myself, but I got four beautiful children. My wife is awesome. She doesn't have to have shiny things. That's helped me out a lot in life. She's allowed me to buy a lot of machinery when I probably shouldn't have, you know, and upgrade things that she should have got a car instead of me getting a skid steer, or she should have got new hardwood floor in the house instead of me getting a dump truck. She never said a thing. <laughs> she cut her eyes at me, but she would never say a thing. She knew it, you know. I made decent decisions, and if I wanted to make that decision, I would, you know, back myself up, and I'd stay out till midnight working if I had to seven days a week. We worked six to seven days a week for 20 years straight, and we finally, I I said we finally made it. You know, we were finally there. Stuff was getting paid off, and, you know, life was a little bit better. We were able to do a few little vacations here. Or No, I take that back. They went on vacation. I stayed and worked. (laughs) uh, But, you know, we we were making stuff happen. My my kids are my motivation. Um, I brought those little guys, you know, into this world. I got to make sure they make it. They, I hope and pray that they all go to school and do what they're supposed to in life, just like any father would. I want, I want the best for them. But I also know now they have a second option now, right here at T.P. Howard. My <laughs> 10-year-old is ready to quit school today and come drive a tractor, and he doesn't care. And I told him that is not an option. We're going to graduate high school, and then we're going go to we're gonna go to college. And he, you know, he said if I could promise him a job that he could work with me, I think he just wants to be with me. And that's okay. That's, I love that. But, um, you know, he told me if I could promise him a job, he would go do anything I asked him to do college wise. And then he's going to come sit in a truck next to me. So I, I hope and pray that that <laughs> does happen. That's about, you know, eight to 12 years from now, depending on how long he decides to stay in college. <laughs> and, um, and I, I, I can't wait. I'm actually looking forward to that day to where we can both wear a TP Howard hat <laughs> and we go home at night and my wife's probably going to have a lot more gray hair by then. And, um, Hopefully she'll uh, she'll she'll accept us both at that time. <laughs> well, good deal. You got anything else? No, I got to get back to work. We got concrete drying downtown, so. All right. <laughs> yes, I appreciate sir. you coming in, and I appreciate everything, and I'm excited for what the future holds. Man, I truly I think, am. Thank and, you guys uh, very much. And that concludes the podcast. Thank you.
You've been listening to the Full Port Podcast with Josh Howard and Nate Wyatt. Find us on social media like Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Just search TP Howard Plumbing. Make sure to click the follow button on the podcast and give it a five-star rating if you like what you hear. 